I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Start. We get to start. start. It's, it's not. It's not started. But you know, I, I press record and yes, and, I can and, see. Yeah, you can. Yeah, exactly. This How is a really. You? I'm really good. Thanks, Michael. Oh, this is a cool setup. This as Encaster. Is this yes. pe- people making things really easy for for people like us? It's it. It's they're really helping out the lazy, aren't they? <laughs> Technological people, they're really assisting us in our time of need. And how do you find it works for people that you know? When you do, have you done podcasts with people that don't have mics or aren't aren't very technically able? This helps them do it. It's very easy for me to uh, to deal with uh, guests on this who aren't technologically, you know, sort of up to speed because yeah. I'm so technologically regressed. Yes, that um, you know, I'm 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 still I'm still a ZX Spectrum guy rather than mm. you know whatever whatever technology. I I'll be honest with you, I forgot that this was even called ZenCaster. You had to remind me. <laughs> right. So, okay. Okay. I I I, I, I would, no way on earth I would have fucking remembered. <laughs> right, okay. But it's it's very it's very nice that. <laughs> oh God, it's, we are. it's very nice. That, 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm not a tech guy. Are you a tech guy? No, no. Well, I kind of a. I mean, I've learned to do it. I I sort of because I've learned through um doing recording and stuff over the years. I've always done like four track recordings and things, so I have a little bit of a tech mind. But I'm not. I like when it comes to the doing the Zoom stuff and all that. Uh, we have we do a podcast, but we have James Hingley that helps us, and he sort of sorts that all out, and then we just talk. We just do the talky bit, the fun bit. But I, I mean, I could do it. I, I have, I have the capability. But it, it takes me for I'm like an old man figuring stuff out. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's exactly what I am. I'm not like an old man figure. I'm an old man, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not too sure that I am figuring out. I go, oh God, is this another thing? Yeah, <laughs> when we have enough things, it's a lot of. We things. have to do this as well. It's too many things, Phil. Well, how many, many things we could do with? So, what do you do with this then? Do you do you edit this or do you just you just put it up raw? Like you no, know, oh, I, I, what what happens is I put um, the theme tune at the beginning and the end, and that is it. Right, brilliant. And Love when it. I say theme tune, it is quite possibly the most awful piece of music you've ever heard in your life. Oh, right. And it's a it's a minute long. That's too long, isn't it, for <laughs> it's, a podcast? Theme it's, tune. it's too long. People have gone. They moved on it's to another too- podcast by then. Yeah. <laughs> They have. Get your listenership up. Shorten the the theme tune. Twenty seconds at most. Nah, I've got, I've got no intro. But because uh, the listeners, uh, by the way, Phil, the listener is called Neil. I don't know if you want to say hello to Neil. Hello, hello Neil. Oh, hi, Neil. Hi. Yeah, he's a good fellow, Neil. I, actually. Yeah. Um, I think he. I think he finds comfort in the theme tune. It's like, all right, uh, it's it's only a forty. So I've only got another 41 minutes of this bullshit left. <laughs> exactly. You know, but also, so, a minute-long theme tune gives you a chance to, you go, oh, I've got a, I've got a full minute to go and boil the kettle, you know. Yeah. I've got to, I can walk back. You to, could. I'm going to walk back to where I was listening to the podcast, and I'm not going to miss any of it. Right. You could write a postcard in that time. You could. You could Do you know call, what I mean? You, you could, could, you could communicate with someone. You could oh. call someone. You could call someone. Right. You could record your own podcast. It, a very short podcast. You could. Yeah. And you know what? People need short podcasts. Not <laughs> no. everyone has a fucking hour long commute to work. Some people <laughs> no. work at home. Yeah. I just have to go downstairs. So a minute long podcast would be perfect. <laughs> perfect. I don't know why they're not doing it. Well, they, maybe they are. They probably are. <laughs> they're fucking idiots. They probably is. Yeah, probably are. It's like the, the minute, like, like the Minutemen. Like the Minutemen. You know? You know yeah. the band? The band? I, the bet, I bet. I do know the band, The Minute Man, but I bet now that you've said that, I bet there is a podcast called The Minute Man, and it's a minute long. And a minute long. And well, I remember, yeah, I remember doing. I remember doing. I think um, Mick Ferry had a thing during the lockdown, a seven-minute-long podcast, and I had I had, an, I, I had an idea with short. Mike. Mike Shear and I were talking about doing a thing called Short and Intense, where we uh, interview mm-hmm. random members of the public um, really quickly, <laughs> and put it on, and then make it a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You're a builder. You run oh, up to them. I went eating sandwich. Okay, that's all from this week. <laughs> Just yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't want to hold you back. It, wait, it, wait for the bus. Good. What I like about that idea is it's <laughs> weekly, so you have to wait a whole week to get another minute. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the theme song is about a minute and a half long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. Right. Listen, we, we may as well start. We'll start, right? We'll start. And Have you got a coffee? Begin. Should, I've, I've, I've got get a, a beverage. I've got a decaf in a cup that says Mr. Cool. Someone bought it for me. I'm not a narcissist. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have blamed you if you bought that mug for yourself. I always think of you as a cool guy. Oh, totally thanks. cool guy. 
Yeah, but I wouldn't walk into a no, shop and think welcome. I wouldn't buy, you know, world's greatest dad either. Well, I'm not a dad, so that but you know what I mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't yeah. pick myself up. I don't I'm not one of those guys that says has a t-shirt that says number two t- number two tries harder. <laughs> or yeah, I, I I looked into um, <laughs> I'm not Andrew Tate. I looked I into yeah. <laughs> and do you know what? Do you know what? I don't know why I ask uh, certain people onto this podcast, but that is directly the reason I asked you. Okay, well, because why? you're not Andrew Tate, so <laughs> I thank you. Be great if you could be on my podcast. It's on my CV. Yeah, do you know, I, I, my acting agent opens I, I with it. In... Yeah, yeah. It should be. It should be how you greet people. <laughs> oh no, I don't think we've met. I'm not Andrew <laughs> Tate. My name's Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good uh, way of greeting people. It really is, <laughs> especially except if you're... for one person, of course. Then it's <laughs> yeah. awful, right? Yeah, really horrible. That yeah. one guy. Oh, I've got an oh, alert. Now, hey, uh, hey. uh oh. Yeah, it says we've lost connection. Uh oh. Well, I'm I'm plugged oh. in. Oh, I... success. It, it says it's connected again. Yeah, yes. success. The very word that sums you and I up, my friend. Success! It doesn't get much better than this. It doesn't get this, any this, better than this. This so. is it. I mean, you're talking to this, two this is it. ironclad comic minds on a Tuesday afternoon yeah. while feeding your chickens. Seasoned professionals. Neil. And mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah, fuck you, Neil. Seasoned. I'm seasoned. I've, I've got thyme and oregano. That's the seasonings that... No, oh, sorry. man. Yeah, yeah, you see? It, I can go there. Well, we I haven't guess. started yet, so it's fine. It's fine. No, we, we, haven't started. we haven't started technically. No, we no. Haven't, te- but we're about to start. Mm. We're about to start. Um, and you could, fuck, te- fuck you, you, could, you, could start. you could technically say that technically we have started, like technically, but but officially. Oh no, we technically we started. Yeah, so technically, yes, exactly. Yeah, What's that? Officially, the ribbon cutting has not happened. <laughs> no, it has yeah. not. Let's snip the ribbon of this no. podcast. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to Leghold. See, we've started now. We've started. Okay. We've started. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to this laugh all the through your opening. Okay, try again. And <laughs> do you know go, what? I, I like people laughing at my opening. <laughs> Welcome to Leghold. It's me, Michael Leg. And you'll never guess who has fallen into the Leghold today. Who? It is none not, other than Absolute <laughs> It is. It's not Andrew Tate himself. <laughs> it's Phil Nichol, and everyone applauds. Everyone okay. goes wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Phil, Phil, oh, you, um, you're a treat. Is what I'm going to say to you. Thank you oh, so thank much you. for doing this podcast. Thank you. Michael. I, I hope you're well. I, I can't. I say I hope you're well. Do you know what? I can't imagine you even being a tiny bit ill. <laughs> I can't imagine you with a headache or being like a bit tired. Well, I don't I, think you have. I don't think you have. Po- negative health in you. I, I do have a lot of negative health. My God, let's not, don't get me started. But no, I try to be really healthy. I try to be healthy, Michael. You know, do you, I think, you, well, you succeed. I think I, I think I pickled myself as a younger man, and and I just, yeah, as I came out yeah. of the shoots as a young comedian, I kind of went hell for leather with the. I don't have a job. I don't know where to be at noon tomorrow, and just drank and and smoked myself into a into a pickled state, which means that I am impervious to to a virus. Isn't I, I'm I I love. I love that you've said this because here's the thing. I went, you you have drank and smoked your way to health. Yes. And here's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I had my I had my well man uh checkup the other day. Uh-huh. You know, you you've got to go and get all these tests for your well man checkup. It's something that all men should do after 40. Absolutely. And um, you know, I, I you're supposed to do it every two years. I think I've done it every 
14. So this is my second one. <laughs> right, um, <yeah>. And right. <laughs> a little and, healthy poke. Uh, I, and now, firstly, he said, how often do you exercise? And I said, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> uh, and secondly, he said, how much do you drink? And I was honest, and he went, holy fucking hell, that's too <laughs> that's <a> much. <laughs> and, and then, and then, I don't know if you've been to a well-man um, examination, for, but here's the thing. Yeah. They, it's, like, it's like being on a TV quiz. It's like they don't <laughs> tell you the answers until the very end. Yes. It's like, so, like, I, I don't know why they sit you down and go, how much do you drink? Does it matter? Am I alive or dead yet? Can, we, can <laughs> you tell me if I'm okay? Because yeah. you've got the answers. All of this is now superfluous. Yes, but, exactly. But he asked me all the questions about, about my exercise regime, of which there is none, about mm. my drinking, of which there is loads. Yeah. And then he said, well, uh, let's have a look at your results. And he went, oh, well, I shouldn't really be telling you this, but yeah, just keep on doing what you're doing. <laughs> he went, <laughs> did he? Yeah. Turns out, <laughs> turns out you're perfectly healthy. Perfectly healthy, oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm excited. I defy medical logic. <laughs> I just sat up and jumped up. No, I don't think you do. I think I think happiness and lack, stra- being stress-free, I think stress is the killer. It's not all these other things, nutrition mm. and all that. I'm starting to think it's all rubbish. Um, you know, my mom and dad are still alive. They're in their 90s, and they ate, like, mince and potatoes and did nothing all day, every right. day for their lives. And and they're just, well, I know you would not, maybe not mince. I mean, let's, in your, I know you sure. But you know what I mean? They just, like two mints. What I'm saying is they didn't. Well, actually, that might have something to do with it. You're a healthy lifestyle. You're able to, to cope with that because, you know, you do one part of your life is actually quite healthy. And also you run around making people laugh for a living. Yeah. So that's that's not unhealthy. Yeah, it's ethical. And that's well. not unhealthy. It, it is. Mm. It is ethical, isn't it? Because It is ethical. I think it, there's. There's a real kindness to us, isn't there, Phil? Because we go to <laughs> oh, tini- we care. the tiniest corners of the world <laughs> oh, yes. to, to, to tell jokes to yes. thick cunts who couldn't <laughs> think of a joke themselves. Exactly. We invite ourselves that's, 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 to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. You couldn't think of a joke, you th- <laughs> thick arsehole, so we'll do it for you. Yes, exactly. And if you don't like our jokes, you can always buy them in a book that's written. Yes. Ghost please, written for Jimmy Carr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be an actual bitch. ghost. I don't want to be a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a bitch. That's well, going to get me in trouble. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing, Phil. Yeah. I'm going to tell yeah. you exactly what's going to happen here today. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got 10 questions for you. I'm Ooh. going to ask you 10 questions. I love them. Uh, from those, From the answers that you give, yeah. I'm going to put together ready for this? Yeah. A psychological profile Whoa. of you. Yeah, yes, which, I love it. And at the end of the podcast, the end of the podcast, I hand that psychological profile over to the police. Oh, nice. So Great. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. That sounds fantastic. Just, it just saves a bit of time. Just yeah. saves a bit of time. And I don't know if you've been psychologically profiled well, before. I, I think it'd be something you would volunteer for really quickly. I thought they would have done it when I spent that time in prison. You know, like, they would think they would have profiled, sure? me, profiled me then, you know. But we'll do, let's do well, it again. Just let's see if I've improved. This is kind of like the well man, the well man version of, exactly. my, of my psychology, Except of your state of being. My You're absolutely being. right. In fact, wow. in fact, they do say medical advisors do say you should go on Michael Egg's podcast <laughs> twice a year after your forty. <laughs> okay. So, okay. You know, 
Can I ask just a silly so question? Can. Just to be, just to be, yeah. you know, a bit transgressive. But why is it always ten questions? Why can't people just ask like a like you know people go? It's got, it must be ten questions. Is it a metric? I don't question fucking know. System? Anyway, okay. I don't fucking know. Okay, just wondering. I, I haven't. I, I, I'll be honest with you. You are assuming that thought has gone into this podcast. Right. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. And I should have Phil. known better because I know you. Yes, you should have known better. You should have at least assumed. Okay. You know? mm. I've, uh, but here, here we go with these 10 questions. Mm. I've got to, I'm going to tell you this now. The first question and the last question, all my guests in the lake hole get these questions, but it's the eight in the middle have, that have been specifically written just for you. But okay. keep in mind, the first one and the last one, everyone gets them. So here right we go. Here, question right number here. one. Number one. Great comedian, Phil Nickel. Yeah, God. Question number one. Do you like Sherry? Sherry. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, the drink, Sherry. Yes, I bought some. I bought some um, for a family present at Christmas this year, uh, a Portuguese Sherry. I hadn't had some in quite a long time. I forgot that it's it's a very, it's a very an acquired taste, Sherry. But I'm I'm assuming like right. most most drinks, there there will be good sherries and bad sherries. So I would say, yes, I would absolutely drink a sherry. But I wouldn't be my okay, first choice. So I'll just. Put, I'm going. I'm going to put down Ponce uh, in your psychological <laughs> profile. Okay. The Portuguese. I wouldn't say <laughs> yeah. Portuguese people are Ponces yeah. necessarily. I dare you to go to Portugal. No, that's and say true. That. That's true. You ever met a Portuguese well, guy? Do you know what, what, I don't know. Isn't Andrew Tate Portuguese? Yeah. Oh, I. I, I think he is. Um, but they, let's not tar the Portuguese <laughs> with that brush. <laughs> Okay. Come on. Just because <laughs> okay, they just because the Portuguese could beat me up doesn't mean they're all pricks. <laughs> I apologize no. to the Portuguese. Okay. No, no, Sorry. no. Okay. Okay, so uh I'm gonna put um I mean the Portuguese the Portuguese conquered Brazil. That's I guess That's Brazil true. I guess Brazil is somewhat poncy though, really. Not like I mean they come across as being the favela guys in the favelas seem very hard, but actually it's a very light poncy sort of if you heard their music. I was listening to that. I was hoping you would continue. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? We we need a new theme tune on this fucking podcast. So, oh, the, you know, all the help. The girl from Ipanema. You could change it. Change the lyrics to the boy from whereabouts in Northern Ireland from? Newton Nards. The, po- New the boy from Newton Nards. 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 Yeah. 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 Nards. No, yeah, it's, it's no. not a word. It's not a word, is it, Phil? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a word. Just, nerds. Nerds. No. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're we're so because <laughs> Northern Irish people are generally in a hurry. Yes, right. You know, right. just it's either they've got to get somewhere quick or they just want to get everything over with. Yes, they're running from so something. Yeah, nerds. We, nerds. If we can put all syllables into one syllable, <laughs> right. then exactly. we'll do it. Sturmit. Sturmit. Sturmit agreement. Yeah. Sturmit. Okay. Except for the agreement part. Right. Question number two. Two. Phil Nickel. Yes. Uh, and and this is a first. This is actually a first here for Lego. Oh, this okay. is the very first time that one of the many fans of this podcast have, have actually written in with a question for uh, the guest. Okay. Oh, so really? this comes from uh this ah oh, this written is sweet. this comes from little Diane. Little Diane Douglas, aged eight, from Edinburgh. <laughs> oh. And Aww. she, she is not sweet. Oh. Not Diane and she Douglas. she writes. Yeah. Not the, yeah, not yeah the, Diane not, Douglas, yeah. Yeah, the rap, the rap musician. The eight-year-old what, what? prodigy. 
No, maybe I'm getting yeah, they, confused. I, I mean, sure. <laughs> I'm, I think we're all, don't worry. We're all confused. You're in the right place if you want confusion. <laughs> I, I don't know if there is an eight-year-old rap artist called Diane Douglas, but I but trust me, I find it very funny that there is. <laughs> okay. Because Diane Douglas is not a name that I would naturally go, yeah, they're definitely going to be a rapper. Yeah, d- yeah Double D. Anyway. She's called Double D, which is weird. She's only eight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, it is a little bit. It's a little bit difficult for us to, um, <laughs> I guess, uh, address her by her rap name. Okay. But anyway, this is from Li- Little Diane Douglas, age eight, from Edinburgh. And she says, Phil Nickel, why are you so nice? <laughs> well, isn't okay. that lovely? Um, why am I so nice? Well, it really is Diane Douglas. Um, Ray, I just was raised Here's in a, really, thing. a strict, a strict born again Christian family. And if I did anything wrong, I was kept in a box. I was, uh, I was, well, I was, do you know what? That that might seem that might seem harsh, but do you know what? It's paid off because you are uh you are yeah. a, a really truly nice guy. Beaten you were so goodness. supportive of everyone on this you were supportive of everyone on the stand-up community. You're mm. uh you're always you, oh you disagree? You always well, no, I'm just I'm wondering what have, you're getting at. <laughs> I'm going, okay, where's this? Do you know what? I'm genuinely like, for the very first, where is this going? <laughs> for the very first time, for the first time in leg hole, I'm being nice and I'm oh, I'm having uh, a nice it's question. Weird. Okay. Is it because yeah, you think Diane yeah, might be the listening? Rest, <laughs> okay. No no one but Neil listens to this. Okay. But here's the thing. Every other question from now on is going to be really cunty, so don't okay. worry. All right, okay. um, I'm go- I'm going to put down. Well, can uh, I say hi, Diane? Mike thanks. Not- Mike- thanks, thanks for the question, Diane. And um, it's and you're nice too. Stay nice and big up, big up the Edinburgh. Um, morning, yeah, mor- mor- morning side. How do you make the fingers for morning side? Morning side. Yo yo. Oh yeah, that's, I suppose that'd be just yeah W, but the, the other way D. around, right? Yeah, and she. I can't the- do it as I'm arthritic. You don't really hear r- rappers in a Scottish accent. My name's Diana on no. 11 morning. No, I can't, I can't even do it. I'm not even going to even try. There are no, Scottish I rappers. Did. I mean, uh, although you did absolutely nail Diane's voice there, I have to say. I thought I thought suddenly one of her rap records was, was on. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Now, I've put down in your psychological profile, not as nice uh, as he seems. Oh. So here we go. The question number three. Uh, question number three. Yes. Phil Nickel. Yes. Have you ever fought a member of the audience? Have I ever fought a member of the audience? Uh, no. Yeah. Like fist fight or ver- uh, verbally, yes. Yeah. Verbally, I've made people oh, cry. Oh, sure, verbally. I actually went a gig in Oxford once where this woman was uh, – it's really hard, Michael, as you know, to deal to deal with women who are drunk and heckling because the audience tend to take their side a little bit, especially in, in England. Yeah. Men, men are very protective. Mm. and and uh, and But she was just – uh, not only had destroyed the entire show up until when I got on, then immediately tried it on me, and I, I kind of just laid into her a little That's bit, a, a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't very nice. Uh, she started crying and left the room, and then her boyfriend, who then stood up and said he was going to kill me, then got up and went with her, and then some table at the back told him to fuck off, and then. They one of oh, their no. guys followed him out, and then two of the guys from his table got up. And the next thing you know, there was a, a while I was on stage, and I'm still doing my show. Uh, there was a full on uh, bust up. There was like two bouncers and maybe ten guys, like just going hell for leather it, it, on the stairs of the Oxford, the Oxford Jonglers, and uh, and that was a merry Christmas. Yeah. That was a good Christmas. 
That was that was a sweet. But I didn't. It, it, I, it seems to happen I, at Christmas, doesn't it? I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't do it in order to. I would do it in order to make the audience laugh and to try and make her settle down. And she just took it the wrong way. Let's just say that she took it the wrong way. But I, you know, it it, it always happens. I was. Do you know, was, the, the scariest was, time that I was a bit nasty. I was a bit. I was a bit. I was a bit. I mean, I felt bad for the other acts because she just ruined the whole. She'd been ruining the show, and so I kind of, um, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a team yeah. player. If I, I find it hard to follow. If the guy on, on before me gets heckled off uh, or booed or something, I find it really hard. Or guy or girl, sorry, the woman, man, whatever goes. The person, if a comedian on before me gets gets heckled, or but I find it hard to go on and be nice to that audience because I think they're all a bunch of pricks. Right, I think so. That's probably. I, th- I think. Yeah, I think you're you're right to do that. Here's the thing. I think that's what I mean by you being very, very nice. You're you are really <laughs> nice, and you go to a gig with the pure intention of entertaining. Yeah. And when some people don't te- want that to happen, it's you. You were. I've seen you angry on stage, but you're not angry for yourself. You're angry for the state of the fucking show yeah. and the, the state of the room. Yeah. It's never. When was I angry? Yeah, I, I always. I, <laughs> was oh I my god! You know, you sure? I I wasn't acting. Oh, let Let me tell you. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Do you remember the gig that we did together in Leytonstone, probably twenty years ago? Oh and yeah. You, uh, yeah. Do you remember? You were on stage, and um, there, there was just fucking heckling and bullshit going on. Yeah. And you just went, uh. Y- Listen, I'm trying to do something different up here. All you, pe- it's your people are fucking morons, and entertaining oh. morons is easy. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking expand your tiny minds a little no, bit. I did, and say that, that. Got, and that, yeah, you did, and then that got booze, <laughs> oh, no. and then you got your guitar and started playing, started playing like I'm a believer, I'm I a think, believer. by the monkeys. Oh, yes. certainly a monkey. yeah. certainly a, and then, and I, they I, all joined in, and they all clapped. And you played the whole song, and at the end they applauded, and you went, "You see, you fucking morons!" And yes. then you walked off stage. No, no, I see. Actually, I remember it, it clearly. I remember it clearly. And, I, and as as I start, I I played, finished the song. I did the entire song, but in the end, they were clapping and cheering and standing by the end of it. And yeah. and I stopped and said, "You're yeah. morons!" And then I started it again, and then they continued. And I was gonna, <laughs> I pretend just to make you guys laugh. I'm, he's gonna play the entire thing again, and then I walked off. I said, "No, I'm not doing that." You've had your fun. <laughs> Brendan okay, Burns was there. I remember that. I'm yeah. going to put on. Yes, you're upset. I'm going to put unprofessional down. And I, and I, and I was angry at them. Off. Well, would, but let me. Well, let me. Let me. Try, let me defend angry myself. Would, would a would a an unprofessional yeah. would a profession unprofessional person know the entire song of "I'm a Believer"? That's true. I mean, that, do you know what? That is valid point. Do yep. you know what? Yeah. Um, I I have to say, I'm going to put down Fifth Monkey. Okay, <laughs> cheeky wee monkey as well was yeah. my official name. Cheek, cheeky wee, <laughs> cheeky wee monkey. Yeah, yeah. you never okay, heard we're about We're going to go on to question number something. Four, yeah, four. Go on to question number something. I think it's number, number four. four. It's number Thank four. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you, Phil Nickel. What what made you want to do comedy, and what will make you stop doing comedy? Uh, the grave. Uh, made me want to do comedy. <laughs> my, my, yeah, absolutely. My, I'll show that grave. <laughs> Gonna dance over my own grave. <laughs> um, I don't. I I started doing comedy out of a necessity because we were. I was at I was at acting school with um 
with uh, the two other guys that were in Corky the Juice Pig, Sean Cullen, and at that point it was Joe Costa before he quit and Greg Neal joined. And we were living in a university house. Uh, well, I was living with two, there was two drug dealers. Well, we say drug dealers, it makes them sound like crackheads. They weren't just university students who sold pot. Uh, they were like yeah. roots, roots. I mean, they were just, but we had, we had no, no um, heating. It was the middle of the winter. One of the guys had father lent us a kerosene lamp to keep the lounge room warm uh most of us were staying at our girlfriends or and we had two dogs one called daisy who had a big scar on her butt because uh, she had butt spots that had to be taken off anyway we had this beautiful big sheep dog that would keep us all warm. right and uh yeah she was lovely actually and and that hmm. we we needed money we just were like we need we need to like you know we were actually starting to nip into the local petrol station and, and steal cans of um uh can, chicken Cans of cans of chicken. That's how you know you're hungry. When you're eating cans oh of God. chicken, you're hungry. Wow. That's you how hungry are you? Yeah. You're eating cans of chicken. So we were so that we, we saw that there was a contest. It was the Labatt's schooner was like a new type of Labatt's beer. We're doing the Schooner Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. And um we we it had on the the advertisement in the Lancet the school newspaper had dollar signs in the corners and said grand prizes so we thought well we'll win some money so we entered the contest we stayed up the night before and smoked pot and came up with the name Cork the Juice Pigs and came up with our seven minutes of material which was the um the a, a, a version of the Flintstones in a punk rock style um a the, the thing about the Weebles Weebles wobble but they don't fall down you know and we put the Weebles in situations mm-hmm. where they wouldn't be able to wobble like on a yacht or drunk driving anyway um very funny and then we we won yeah. we won that night we won that night um uh, alan george you alan george the fucking juice pigs. hey alan george with a professional act uh i think boyd banks was the was the mc um and we went on to that we got into the finals which was on television and uh, canadian television countrywide global television hosted by Hosted by Bobby Bittman, which is a Eugene Levy character that he used to do on SCTV. So we had done that. Okay. We, we 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 did that, and we didn't wow. we didn't we didn't win any money. The prizes were uh, Akai Walkmans because Akai actually put out Walkmans before Sony. People don't remember that Akai actually developed wow. the Walkman, and then Sony took took the idea and some Nike air and i don't wear that kind of clothes as you know i'm a bit of a bit of a mod uh, we want we had some nike air trainers so we sat around in our freezing cold apartment with the dog lying on top of us with our headphones on and our nike air trainers waiting <laughs> waiting for our, waiting for our television our television appearance um and that's and that's kind of how it started then then i i was at acting school i went to a shakespearean theater company and on the mondays when that show was on we would go down to yuck yucks comedy club and um do the amateur nights. And after the sec first amateur night, they said, can you come back next week and be the closing act? And after the second week, they said, Mark Breslin was coming to see you on the third week. And on the fourth week, we uh, did the headline spot. We had a meeting with them next day. And he said, how much time do you guys have? And we had about seven and a half minutes. And we said, we got 40 minutes. And he went, well, uh, two weeks from now, you're going to be doing your first headline spot in Richmond, Ontario. And that's, and from that point on, we went, oh, and then the people from the schooner comedy contest we're doing the change to crystal comedy, crystal beer the next year. Uh, and they hired us as their, as their headline act, as Alan George had done for us, where the judges go off and make their decision that professional act comes on. And we did about a cross country tour of about 40 universities and got paid $600 a week, which in 1987 was an extraordinary amount. It's probably, in fact, the fees haven't yeah. gone up. The fees haven't gone up. 
Oh, yeah. We really, we really need to make this very clear to all comedy audiences. We've never had a raise ever. Well, I'm looking at the all these. All, yeah. I support the. I support R R M T. I support strikes. I believe in unions. I'm all for the nurses. I think the government's yeah. ripping us off. I hate Rishi Sunak. Uh, but the comedians have never had yeah. a raise. In fact, the money's gone down. In That's most, it. after 2008, that most clubs what, put their money down. Yeah, they really did. And here's the thing, Phil. I do support the nurses. I support the teachers. I support all yes. striking workers yes, to, to get a better wage so yeah. we can put the ticket prices up and we can get fucking paid for once. <laughs> well, that won't, that won't happen, though. They'll put ticket prices up and the promoters will just hang on to that money because it was bad a couple of years ago. And they oh, that's kind of, true. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to bag promoters. Yes. I love you all. You, you, you help me work. And, but, yeah. People don't realize that in comedy, mm-hmm. though. In, 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 when did you start doing comedy, Michael? 1990, 1991, 92? 1999, wow. Oh, wow. You seem much yeah. more, you seem much more experienced than that. Um, I, well, I looked like I've been on the road a lot longer. Yes, <laughs> that's have, true. Yeah, but you're healthy. We know, this yeah. we know. Um, well, the, you'll yeah. know, the, you'll yeah. know the, the money hasn't gone up. The, you know, the, up, when I played up the no, creek, up the up the creek, the juice pigs. It was 160 pounds, and it's still about 160 pounds. I think it might they might have put it up a little yeah, bit, but yeah, hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, it's it's uh, it ticket, is a crazy old world. Ticket prices have gone up. So I know. Some, yeah, ticket so, prices have gone so, up. So, Beer, so somebody beer's making, gone up. Beer's gone up. So someone's making more money. It's not us. Yeah. It is not you or I, my friend. In fact, so, Neil, uh, can I just say, Neil, if you're thinking of going into comedy at this point, if this is why you're listening to this podcast to glean some mm-hmm. some information about how a professional comedian's minds work, Neil, don't go into now is a bad time to be going into stand up comedy. Don't go into comedy, and also just don't go into comedy anyway. Fucking mm. let me and Phil have something. Exactly. Just this fuck is, off this and do something else. Well, right? I've got, and I'm going to be doing it to the grave. I'm going to be doing it till the end of my till exactly. I can't, I, I, if I, as long as I can talk, and even then I've sort of figured a way I can, even if I can't talk, I've learned to do that trick where you put, yeah. uh, you put a pen in your ear and then pull it out your mouth or in your nose. And I, yeah, I right. can do, I can, I can entertain. Yeah, you can do that. I can do the ships. I'll do the cruises. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And do you know what? I, I, there's, there's no way. It wouldn't be right if you didn't do stand if you didn't do comedy in some form. No. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right if all those years ago, like imagine you weren't broke and you needed to put together a comedy act to win a fucking Walkman. Yes. I mean, like imagine that didn't happen. Yes. Uh, like you were comfortable, you, you were well off and you didn't need it. it there would be a weird axis shift in in, in on the planet. Yes. Everything would go horribly wrong. It's, it would be a well, negative thing Mandela sure, effect. Phil, and I, one thing is for sure, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart: our yep. lives would yep. not be as good. So no. I mean that. Well, I, well, I, I had a I had a conversation. I, know, I, don't, I hate to name drop, but I was in at a party with uh, a guy called Doug Stanhope, who's one of the sort of big alt, alt comedians in America. And he went, "Hey, Phil, uh, you." Uh, you are you 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 got money you're like you your family yeah and I was like no no my dad's a builder and there's we're like I'm a working class kid and you know I work for everything he went yeah yeah you, yeah, mm-hmm. you saved any money and I was like no he goes well that's good you know why because it because got keeps guys like you and me on the road it means that we got to be funny yeah. too we're we're gonna we, continue to be fun I was like that didn't, that didn't no now he's famous so anyway I'm not bitter yeah though. that's true. That's oh, true. Fucking Doug Stanley. Uh, I'll put. I'll, 
<coughs> I'll put not bitter. I'll put he says he's not, no, not bitter. bitter. Says he's not bitter. He says he's not bitter. No, not bitter. Putting that better. down in your psychological not, profile. I wish I was better. He's not better. <laughs> Question number five, five. Phil Nickel. Yes. What are you wearing? What am I wearing? I'm actually wearing, uh, I did a gig with a guy called Don Biswas recently. Lovely Don, very funny comedian. Oh yeah, we know Don. And, yeah, and, and, he, and he, had, he, he had just bought a, um, a lovely thick uh, corduroy, dark corduroy, one of those jacket inside outside kind of mod looking things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I can describe it, like long sleeves. Like you can button it up like a coat, but it looks like a shirt. Uh, and he'd left it at, at the gig because yep. he, he was taking the, bugging out on the on the bus on the on the mega bus in the morning and he'd left his he left this jumper there and so i i noticed that it was his because i liked the way it looked on him and I, so i called mm-hmm. him and said you left your your, your yeah. shirt your shirt jacket here and he went oh just you just grab it for me next time i meet you you can bring it to me and then every time i've tried to give it to him um we, we just went to connect so he just said oh just have it and give me a gig sometime it's and yours now and so I'm wearing I'm wearing I'm wearing Don Biswas's d- d- dark so, uh, navy uh, broad corduroy mod kind of jacket, and it still smells a bit like okay, it. Okay, so kind of makes me happy. Okay, well I'm going to put thief down. Uh, in <laughs> no, your, he gave it because, to me, but because well, I was doing did, him a favor. Or did you manipulate? Did you manipulate him into giving you? Nah. Oh, I've forgotten it again. No, no, I could, I could, I, I could. No, I could have just, I could have just, I could have a left it there, or and or b um, just yeah, kept, kept it and not told him until next time I saw him. Go, oh, go, make I, sure, and then for the rest of my life, live under that guilt of going, God, I, I got to remember if Don Biz was sure. on a bill, and don't wear that shirt. I'm actually, well, that, here's the thing: the, had, the other thing that you thought, said, like, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. The other thing that you said was, it still smells of him, so I'm going to put creepy. <laughs> no, just because I haven't, just because I haven't, wa- haven't watched it. But what I, the thing, <laughs> the nice thing about it, I, think, I actually had a conscious thought today as I was putting it on. That you know what, I should just go and buy another one of these and mail it to him, so he has one as well. And that's what I'm going to do actually after yeah, this, but- after this, what this punishment you're you know threat this threat <laughs> of being called and you know what i'm gonna wear it so it smells yeah. like me i'm gonna wear it so it smells like me so he can that's what i was gonna say <laughs> that's what i wanted to say yes 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 make sure it smells of you i will <laughs> <laughs> all right don brilliant okay okay well that brings us on to question number something i think six, six. here we go yeah phil nickel who is the most famous person you've upset? <laughs> that I've upset? Yeah. The most famous yeah. person I've you upset. You must have upset some famous. I've upset, I've uh, upset yeah. loads of famous yeah. people. Yeah, it was uh, Dan- Danny DeVito. And, uh, oh, I don't, I don't, come I don't, on. I, That's I, amazing. I don't know if we upset Well, we upset him. Yeah, we, we kind of upset him. Danny DeVito, we, we're on, we were on the – can I tell a story? Do you mind? It's, we were on Ned Sheeran's um, Loose Ends back you, when it was – back when Ned Sheeran was on and it was good. I mean, last, you, Loose Ends is good. They just don't have me on anymore. So as far as I'm concerned, I, it's unlistenable. But Yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> if I was on next week, I'd be like, it's great. I love, I love, love it. But Ned Sheeran used to have us mm. on regularly. And the Juice Pigs, we, we loved – Juice Pigs had this thing about loving really bad – like bad comedies and and like like um, shit bands and stuff like it's like almost like it's a it's a bit of a, it was a bit of a thing for us to find like the shittiest music and play it for each other. Like, oh my god, that's so! But it's but it's something the thing we liked about it is things that are really um, 
honest and uh, and and sincere, but still don't quite work. Are kind of a I th- I find quite amazing as an artist. I I I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing. Anyway, anyway, long story short, Daniel DeVito made a movie called the um <clears throat> called the um the ratings game. And I, I've looked for it, and I don't think you can get find it. I don't think it's on anywhere. I think Danny DeVito has bought the ratings game and hidden it. The ratings right. game is a movie. Danny DeVito <laughs> stars as a guy that works in a factory. <clears throat> the the television company is losing all their ratings. They get, we let, let's get a man of the people. We'll get we'll we'll find the at the average absolute average guy, and we'll ask them what they want to see on TV. So they find this Danny DeVito character who's a bit of a dumbo, and they put him. And the first thing he does is he does a he does a show uh, where it's about a guy in a factory, <laughs> and it's huge ratings. People love it, right? So then he gets promoted. It's like right. a it's like a Chancey Gardner thing where this really dumb guy. Danny DeVito and so all the programs on the station are all about him they're all they are all about like like he's he's the main character in all of them and he, and there's a there's a Hanna-Barbera Fred Flintstone parody called the Goombas and the, and the Goombas is a Frank is is like a they're like um they're like uh, mobster guys and Danny DeVito's character is the main Goomba because he's then got to a point where he does all the voices this character and and, he go, and there's yeah. a song that goes, we are the Goomba guys, we are the Goomba girls, Goomba, 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 in that Hanna Barbera, right? So so we, we just thought it's and it goes, hey, who let who let a flounder in here? There's a guy like farts and he goes, hey, who let the flounder in here, right? So the, this is a thing that the Juice Pigs used to amuse each other. No one's ever heard of this film, but we used to every once in a while go, we are the Goomba guys, we are the Goomba. Hey, who let the flounder in here? And quote Danny. DeVito in this really bad movie. So we're on, we're on loose ends and it's a round table where all the mics are on. You're not supposed to talk while you're interviewing him. Danny DeVito swans sure. in, swans in with his, with these nice guys, say Swanee, but he comes in with his, like, but we're all sat down ready to go, but he comes in very last moment. So we can't speak to him because we're like, going, we got to, got to go. It's, we got to tell him, but we, we got to do the Goomba guys. So we don't get it in. Ned Sharon does his interview with Danny. Danny gets up his, his, uh, the person that's looking at his PA is on the outside of the glass. As he goes, opens the door, Greg, out of nowhere, goes, we are the Goomba guys. We are the Goomba girls. Goomba, 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 Goomba. We all join in. Goomba, Goomba. And Sean goes, hey, who let the flounder in here? As the door closes, you can see him going, what the hell is, what are they talking? And everyone's like, Ned, not, Ned, Ned, Ned Sharon thinks we've lost our minds going, what are you guys talking about? And as we walk away, we can see him mouthing through the glass, pointing, going, that's the ratings game. That that's the ratings game. And and then, and we and I think I think he was upset. I think he's upset that anyone knew it. Yeah. So and I and I and anyone remember that movie? No, he's pissed off. Now he's pissed off. He does. He he tried really hard to hide oh, it. Yeah. You can't you can't hide it. You should watch it. It's bad. <laughs> it's a bad movie. But it's funny. I mean, it's funny. I mean, uh, I, I, you would enjoy it. I like movie recommendations that are you should you should watch this. It's shit. Yeah, I do. I do like that. Yeah, I, was, I've been told off, but I've, I've been I've upset so many famous people. I'm not going to go into it. But yeah, I can on. tell you, Phil, that all three members of REM have told me to fuck off individually <laughs> three separate times. Nice. So okay. I well, I, I believe yeah. you. There you go. I believe. Oh, it. it's completely true. Yeah. This is question number. I'm going to put down. Um, but did you uh, annoying. Go, if they get angry, did you go? Life you, is bigger. Do you? It's bigger than you. Well, his- you are not me. <laughs> I and wish his- now. I wish I had have done that. I know, I know. 
Have you if, seen? If, the, I can, you, if I can, if I can, if I can get Bill Berry to tell me to fuck off, that's what I'll do. Have you seen the Corky and the Juice Pigs uh, REM parody? We do we do a I thing called REM member. It's called Remember REM member, and it's uh, it's and it's we the video of we we made a video of it which parodies them. Um, just go and check it out on YouTube. It's quite funny. Uh, but look for the yeah, not for the li- not for the live version. Look for the video. There's a we do a video parody of of uh, of those All guys. Right. Yeah, because they're ridiculous. That is what I'm going to do when this is over. And, yeah. uh, I imagine Neil's doing it right now. <laughs> exactly. He's just like, he's That's put it I on pause. You know what? You, they can yeah. fuck off. Next- oh, they can fuck right off, mate. Yeah, oh, well, absolutely. and it turns out I can also fuck off. They made sure of that. Yeah, great. But yeah, R.A.M. have fucked off, to be fair. You've never Here's been told the next to question. fuck off. Has Fish ever told you to fuck off? Bet not. I bet not. No, no, you, absolutely no fucking way has Fish from Marillion ever told me to fuck <laughs> no, off. Good. He, See? That man welcomes me with open arms. He's proper, with open fins. He he likes my annoyance. <laughs> anyway. We all here, do. Here's the next question. Phil Nickel. Name. Yeah, it's question number seven. Thank you very much. Phil Nickel, name six things. Bicycles. Noses. Yeah. Uh, teepees. Yeah. Uh, rock uh-huh. stars, uh, nailing this. Uh, um, b- bucket. <laughs> you, you really stumbled on the fifth one. I understand. S- Santa Claus. What was Santa, Santa Claus? Claus? Yeah, yeah. That old. That old. Uh, but you can say Santa Claus technically isn't a thing. Just, uh, you can say Santa Claus isn't a thing, but I, I, rec- I think he's a myth. So he does actually exist as a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he's a concept. So, oh my yeah. God, are, are there children? children? Uh, sorry, did, did children listen to this podcast? Because that's sorry, little little Diane yeah. Douglas, aged eight in Edinburgh. Do- Don't yeah. listen to that bit. No, no, but but she's her first album was called Sand Sand Eight Shit. I'm I'm going to put down ruins all childhoods <laughs> down in your okay down, down in your yeah. uh, psychological profile. Okay, question number started, eight started nice, Phil. Yeah. Yeah, it started night. So it started night. But here we go. Question number eight. Yes. Phil, yes. would you like to talk about Ween? Ween. Oh, love to talk about Ween. I was bro. I, bro- I love Ween, and I love that you love Ween. I love Ween. I love Ween. We, we, when did you we discover? When did we discover that we both love Ween that much? It was one of those Edinburghs where we were, well, we were sitting. Yeah, I, I think, think we, so. We, we'd gone to see, we'd gone to see Tom Tuck do a show at the. Did ooh, we? Yeah, okay. I think so. Or or I was in the pub that you were in afterwards. Um, and we're just yeah, and Ween was on, I think- and I and I was like, oh, I love Ween, and you were like, yeah, I love you, love Ween. I I know everything about them, and I was like, well, I, I love Ween I- more than you. <laughs> you did, you did, and actually made me up my <laughs> Ween game. I was I was to, I yeah, was distraught. Yeah. I was distraught when they broke up, and I'll tell you why. Because for me, yeah, me too. For me, for me. One of the things I loved about them, as well as being like just unbelievable musicians and creative, like just going anywhere creatively musically, which is something that yeah. on a very different level try to do with Cork and the Juice Pigs, but these guys are extraordinary, um, is that they had a friendship and what appeared to be a bond to me that was beyond really, that, really, that, very, that, yeah, that where, where that made you believe in all friendship. Like that would that spans yeah. all that spans like life and eternity and infinity. That gave me some kind of hope. I I think because I yeah, yeah I I just I you know I was bound to 
I, I also, I, the juice pigs broke up. We were like brothers. We lived together. We lived in the same place. We, we traveled across Canada in a van 10 times. We ate, I remember one tour, we had no money whatsoever. We had, we got a huge box of Cheerios, like one of those big family box of Cheerios. And we, we couldn't, we wouldn't have any money to eat until we'd done our next gig. And so for like the th- three days or two days of driving before that, we just used to eat Cheerios out of a, we had like a styrofoam cup that we shared. <laughs> It sounds really bad. Oh my yeah. god! How did I? How did I get? How did I get? Here? We had we had one spoon. No, we, we had we we had our own spoons. And all, uh, all three of us drank from it. All three of us urinated in it. It was our styrofoam cup. And I've still got that cup today. But I felt. But I. But what? But when that, I, I was heartbroken when that group broke up, and I was re- and it was in the middle of a yeah. of a really traumatic ex- life experience with me and, and breaking up with my with my wife and Greg breaking up with his wife. It was the whole thing was just like a nuclear winter and and when Dween broke up I thought oh my god I just that was the one thing I was hanging on to that that would never ever happen that those guys their understanding of life through their the absurdity of their lyrics know where you're coming from the absurdity of their lyrics leads me to think that they have a deep understanding of life and people and a humanity and empathy for people and I'm I'm being genuine now Uh, the empathy and humanity that comes through through every single track that they've ever written makes me wonder if they can't get along Uh, if they can't get along and they can't see eye to eye then 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 we then we're we're the human human race is lost but then i realized it's because one of them became a christian and i thought fuck christianity oh i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that but that does make sense now that yeah. you said that yeah but because you know you know they still tour yeah they're, they're uh, back. yeah they, 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 they don't make any records they probably will never make an album again but they tour and you can watch full concerts on them of them on YouTube, and there yeah. is no eye contact between Dean yeah. and and Gene Wayne, and it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. I'd, I'd rather I'd I'd absolutely never. I'd rather just not see them. I'd rather they did. I'd rather they did. I'd rather they were like you know the bare naked ladies did that where they Steve got kicked out of the band, and I don't think he'll ever go back into that band. He's only been on stage with them once, and he wouldn't perform with them. But they did. They were inducted in the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he appeared because he didn't want to obviously look because it's a big part of his career as well. But I'd I'd rather they didn't perform together because it just is then that is the correct thing to do. Um, I used to have a. I had this little dream because I'm a bit of a dreamer of having like when I thought when I was being idealistic and young, I thought wouldn't it be great to, to be able to be successful enough as the juice pigs to be able to own a big like they had a nice big house out. Was it New Jersey? They had a nice big um, sort of uh, drop in artist center, in New Jersey, where, wherever they're where they're hit, where people could come and hang out and create. And there was no judgment. And you could and, and you didn't you, you just you get you put in you did the dishes. You everyone got fed. There was like a, a mm-hmm. little farmyard. And it just felt like this sort of little sort of socialist commune, art, artsy, art, artist commune, that like non-culty sort of just little. It's all about the music, all about the art, and about about pinging people and making everyone uh, be more empathetic and creative. And it just when that happened, I was like, oh my god, it, it, we're lost. It would be like Bernie Saunders. Suddenly, yeah. you find out Bernie Saunders is a Nazi. It'd be like it's heartbreaking, you know? Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I, I am going to put communist. Down it's hard. Here, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> it's, I don't. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I'll be a communist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Me neither. I've got no problem. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, but I, I've, I've, I've got, got, got goddamn, goddamn, goddamn communist. Calm, calm, yeah. Calm down. Ready. Red. I've got. Yeah. I've got cameras up all over my house. Yeah. I like. To, I like to be. Oh sure. Uh, I like to be surveillance. Uh, surveillance is my thing. 
<laughs> you're your own private Stasi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to watch myself. Yeah. yeah. Here. Oh, I bet. Here we go. We question oh, wait, number wait, but, nine. But, but, can I? Can I do a little digression? What's your favorite Whoa. Ween track? Because that is oh, that, that's a favorite it is a difficult question because, I mean, uh, the, the, there's a whole bunch. And, of course, we, we're we all a bunch of different emotions at different times. That's true. So um, I can – I can. Uh, do you know what? It's a song called uh, uh, I Don't Want It. And it's right. – um, mm. uh, do, do you know that song? It's yeah, I think I do. Off, yeah. uh, it's off the album Quebec. Yes. Uh, I okay. think it's off Quebec. And it, it's wonderful. Yeah. And it's, and it's properly – Sad, because yeah. you know what they when they do a sad song, it kicks the shit out of you. Uh, yeah. Like they do angry songs really brilliantly. They do funny songs really brilliantly. They do yeah. psychologically damaged songs really brilliantly. Yeah. But when they actually do, also when they do a sweet song, it's beautiful. Yeah, you know, "Stay Forever" is is a song that you would never expect that came from the uh, same band that you know that. Do songs but, like "Get Fucked" and all that. Yeah, you know? Galileo, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what about you? What, what if you? Well, well, if well, you I, had a one wean track. Well, I, I, I learned a wean track when I was young. And it was what Diener's talking about. Are that how it's called? Yeah, right. Yeah, so. called? Yeah, 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 it is. It's early. It's early on, but it's just a really simple song. But it's just something about. It's just something really young and naive and. Um, it just it just struck me that if I was king, I'd wear a ring and never hurt my people. Yeah, um, yeah, it, never it, hurt it, my people. I just yeah. I'm always imagine them. I think there's a a a, a, a a a photo of them in a in a boat under a waterfall. Are they in a boat under a waterfall? Do you know the picture I'm talking about? And it says, uh, yeah, it says, they're standing they're standing in the waterfall. Standing, yeah, in, the standing waterfall. in the waterfall. Standing waterfall. Not in a boat. But there's something. There, yeah. there must be another one where they're in a boat. Anyway, I've got these. Um, but I just I just imagine them developing a whole i spent a lot of time hanging out with a comedian called carrie marks we lived together for 10 years mm -hmm. and we were we were really close buddies and we we'd come home from gigs and just let it all spill out and we were very uh emotionally free with open with one another and talked and argued and did everything that that mates do um and i just felt like i felt like i knew them and um and that song kind of sums it up this is yeah. what diener was talking about he's written a song about yeah, what, what, seeing the sun and realizing, oh, that's this is what Dina was talking about. Uh, anyway, that that mm. would be the song. That would be the song for me. And Although you, I, I do like you know, cover it in gas and set it on fire. Of course, I mean you know the, there's songs that really sort of are you know schizo and rock out. We love, but it's it is really like you you picked a great song there because what Dina uh, it was what Dina was talking about is. Is literally about having a. It's it's about having a friend, yeah. You know, and it's uh, and and they reference each other in so many songs. Yeah, you you you, you absolutely nailed one of the one of the real proper upsetting heartbreaking moments about Ween splitting up. It was like, hmm. uh, I don't mind I don't mind the band ending as long as they're still friends, but they're not. And it's 
Oh, man. We, we, we love wings so much. We At one point, Carrie and I, we were like, I mean, we were unlikely to make it happen, but we had a lounge room in uh, somewhere. Where, where were we living? Bounds Green or somewhere like that. And we, and we, I think we actually looked into whether or not we could get Ween to come and play. I think at that point, they were actually doing gigs yeah. for people, weird little gigs. And I was like, wouldn't it be great to have like 10 mm. of our friends and have Ween? And we would show them such a good time because I think we're probably like-minded people and party bugs and would have just like mm-hmm. had a, a real laugh and it would have been really fun. And it just, we just never, we just were too, we were, no, we didn't, it didn't happen, but we, we, we did discuss it and it was it's still a great things, idea. It's one of those things where like, Oh God, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Anyway, question number eight. Thanks. Thanks for the digression. Question. That's a great, great. Uh, listen, I'm really glad I brought it up. Love but of Wayne. Lo- right. Love of Wayne. A great love of Wayne. No question. Number nine, Phil Nickel. Yeah. Do you remember the time you met my mom and dad? Do I remember the time I met your mom and dad? Let me think. Do you need some memory? Yeah, give, yeah, yeah, just give me a little poke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Leicester Square Theatre. Can, 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 can I just can I just say I'm usually I'm usually good good at these things because I'm I, I do care and I do try to remember things, especially I think it's really important. Uh, people's, um, I, th- I people's, think, pe- I people's think, pe- um, people's, pe- people's parents and or their loved ones, their their partners, their children. I think it's just really important because mm-hmm. it's, so, mm-hmm. it's so important to them. I think it's important. Um, what did I? What did I say? Was I rude to your mum? <laughs> no, no, in no way were you rude to my mother or my father. You were outside the Leicester Square Theatre. Yeah, it was a weekday. It yep. was like two in the afternoon. Ah, and we and there, my parents come over to visit. And I went, oh, it's Phil Nickel. I do. And I said, I introduced, I introduced you to my parents. Yes. And here's the thing, because we caught you at a time where probably you wanted to be on your own. You know, you're getting your head space together, whatever. Yeah. Um, you were all energized. You know, you know, normal energy Phil is quite high energy. Yeah. But you were at high energy Phil's, <laughs> and you were like, hey. Hey, like you were like, hi, I, I bet anyone else on this planet would probably, if they met you at that time and go, Christ, I'm a bit freaked out by how high energy this guy is. But I'm <laughs> oh, telling man. you, unfortunately, oh, you picked the wrong people to, to, to freak out. Because here's the thing, you went, oh, you guys are in Leicester Square, you're tourists. Oh, you, what? I hope you get pizza. Are you come here to find a pizza place? Mm, I wonder if there's any pizza places. <laughs> and you must have said pizza about ten times. And my dad, you ready for this? Yeah. He just put his hand on your shoulder and went, <laughs> "When the moon hits your eye, like a big pizza pie." And you really calmed down. <laughs> my dad just started singing at you. It was really, really funny. Oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. It's really, and do you know what? I'm not kidding you. He, my dad loved meeting you, but he couldn't remember your name. And I'm not kidding you. See, for the rest of the day, he went, do you know what? I just loved meeting that Vince Nickel. I don't know it's Phil Nickel. (laughs) doesn't matter. Vince Nickel. I like Vince Nickel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 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 How are you? How are they? Are they okay? How are your parents? Are they okay? Um, but my 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 dad's very ill, unfortunately. But uh, okay. my mum's okay. pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately. So there you go. You um, I think I think it's nice, especially at this time when I am a little bit worried about my dad, that uh, I'm speaking to someone who met my dad. Yes, and quite frankly, got yeah. sang at by got him. sang got so, sang at got sang at. Calm down, freak yeah. out. 
I was probably having some kind of exactly. ramping up, got- ramping up moment. <laughs> and your dad recognized it. Put- I'm going to calm yeah. this man down. <laughs> I'm going to put my dad into your psychological profile. It, 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 it says a lot about it says a lot about you, though, Michael. That if I can meet just by mm-hmm. n- not assuming, because I'm actually, I think I do good, mom, in the fact that I'm really sensitive to people oh, not, sure. not not being an asshole. I try not to swear, um, but when I meet people's mm-hmm. parents, I you try want to them to know that they're. You know, I want want your parents to know that you're a good guy and everything. Without you know, but I, that would be my way of showing oh, sure. them that I understand you. I'm going to act mm. completely nuts in front of you because I trust you. Yeah, because I trust that yeah, you're exactly. That and it was is, great. This is your it was son. Great. Yeah, my dad was ups- absolutely charmed by you. I- I'm not kidding you. He d- he didn't stop talking about you. And how long was that meeting? Ninety <laughs> seconds, two minutes. <laughs> as long as it takes to you say pizza, pizza five or six times. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I put uh, Matt, uh, my dad, down in your psychological profile. So that brings but us I would on immediately, to our final. I, I would immediately, I would immediately love your parents because they're your parents. You know what I mean? Like I would immediately well, go, "Oh my god, this is here's you know." Because without, I'm not, I'm not a hugely spiritual person, but you did, you did come from them. You did, you were, you are born from out of them. Uh, that's it's, true. Yeah. Do you ever think about you know when you know when people say? Uh, you know, I don't like the idea of my parents having sex. I mean, obviously, right. I don't like to think about my parents having sex. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, I haven't, I've, I've spent very little time doing that. But you know yeah. what? Here's the truth of it. Here's the fucking truth of it. Yeah. I really hope I'm the product of a really great fuck. Like, just an amazing <laughs> bang. Well, maybe that's, just, what, maybe that's what it is. But maybe that's what you've struck you know, on something. Maybe that's what we are. Imagine what Prince's parents were like. Yeah. Imagine that bang. Exactly. Right. So maybe, right. Maybe. Exactly. If you're a good person, you're the product of a great fuck. Really great fuck. All those, you look like, look at Elon Musk and all those people and you go, Christ, their parents were just, God, they yeah. hated every second. Exactly. Sex through a sheet. Every, just get it over with. Yeah. yeah. Just a hole in a sheet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get, I a hole in a sheet with no people on either side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Empty, empty space. <laughs> just a sheet, quantum, just a ruined sheet lying on the ground. Quantum sex is what you're talking about. Happened, yeah. happened yeah. on both sides at the same time. <laughs> I think that's Phil, quantum, quantum Phil, sex. Phil, right? it's... Yeah. it's, it's it, Sure. Listen, I, you're going to get no arguments from me because I don't know. Here is the final question, though. Here is right, the final okay. question. Question Got number you. 10. Yep. Phil Nickel, what is leg hole? What is leg hole? Well, I believe I've just appeared yeah, what, on it. What is it? What? I, I, I believe I've yep, just appeared. But, or, or could you mis- successfully explain to yourself what has happened? Well, I I would say that's more a projection of you. It's like a a wormhole, yeah, yeah? or a rabbit mm-hmm. hole, or any kind of hole. Actually, you've taken Neil, the listener, down the hole, yeah, into your leg hole, yeah. You've dragged me, not necessarily screaming, but tentatively dragged, no. maybe have grabbed me by the ankle and dragged me down the leg hole, and that's uh, that's where mm-hmm. that's where the real Real talking happens in right. the leg hole. So you're blaming me. You're blaming me. I'll put no, blames me for everything. Not blaming you. Well, you named blames it. Blames me for everything. You named it. You could have called yeah. it. Well, you could have called it leg window or leg, leg, leg uh, space. Yeah. 
Leghouse. Leg Rainbow. Like Leghouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leghouse. Change it now. Leghouse. People won't notice. Nah. It's it's, it's stuck. It's it's a hugely successful vehicle now. Hall's got a hall's got a negative connotation overall, I think, because it's do you it's scary. You don't know where you're mm. going, the hole. It's a hole. It's down. It's dark. It's deep. It's dirty. Yeah, but just 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 because you don't know where you're going doesn't mean it's scary. So do you know what I mean, guys? Well, I don't know. No, but I don't know. That's a hole. I don't know. No, like a wormhole. No. It's, it's it came out, you know you're gonna come out the other end. But a leg hole also you, scary. Also yeah, yeah. Do you come out do you come out What's the other go- end? Do you come out the other end of a leg hole? I think your foot does. I don't know if all of you does. <laughs> no. That's that's the truth of it. Phil, let me tell you this Michael, now because yes. our interview is over. Finished. And from, from all the answers you gave me, I can now put together your psychological profile. And okay. I can say this now. Okay. You are a ponce racist, might not be as nice as he seems, unprofessional, angry, the fifth monkey, he says he's not bitter. He's a thief. He's creepy, annoying, good at naming things, ruins all childhoods. He's a goddamn communist. He met my dad and he blames me for everything. And you know what, Phil? When you yeah. put all those things together, they make the wonderful friend and brilliant comedian that is Phil Nickel, everyone. And everyone applauds. <laughs> everyone applauds. You know what? To, uh, that, coming, coming from you, Michael, that's a real compliment. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Very, very welcome indeed. <laughs> Phil, thank you so much for See falling you. into the leg hole and being my, uh, being my friend. I'm going to oh. say it, being my friend. Thank you so much. Vince I'm, Nickel. I'm, uh, Vince Nickel. Vince Nickel, you, know. you have been wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> thank well, you so much for joining it's me. It's your eye. It's your eye. That's some more. That's some more. Yep. There you go. And the thing is, my dad can. T- my dad actually sang the next line, but he couldn't remember the words. He went, la, da, la, da, 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 you're but in I, love. I know this. Why the stars make you drool, just like pasta fazool, you're in love. Sit by well, Well, I mean, I don't. I, I please, please set, pass along my regards if you do speak. I def. Hey, I definitely will. I definitely yeah. will. He'll be very excited. Phil, thank my- you. Thanks, Neil and all other listeners, if there yep. are any, any oh, we yep. definitely know there's Neil. Yeah. Thank you. And we will see you right here next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.